the Bible platform, a half-hour radio gospel ministry with the founder and general overseer of Christian Worship Center, Reverend Hansen Metal. Stay tuned and you'll be blessed. Glory be to the Lamb of God who was, who is evermore shall be he is worthy of all of our praise and all of our worship and all of our adoration join me to thank the lord for being so good and so gracious to us blessing us with a new day another privilege to share his word with you to be equipped for greater and better works that when he shall come we shall win the crown of glory father we thank you We so, so much appreciate everything that you have done to bring us this far. We yield to the leading of your spirit. Come and teach us your ways. Come and anoint your servant. Come and do your work through me. In Jesus' name, I have prayed and call it done. May you bless my hearers, Lord. Those who may be facing various challenges, Lord, reach out to them, Lord, and and help them. Those who are sick, I pray for their healing in the name of Jesus. Those standing behind closed doors, I command that every door that is in accordance with your will will open. And that, Lord, you give them grace to walk through. This is your day. The Lord is going to do you good. God bless you as you join me for another time of study to the glory of God. Hallelujah. So we're talking about the church that Jesus Christ is building. Many churches are being built, but our focus and our concern is the church that Jesus Christ is building. Hear my heart. In the book of Matthew 16:18, scripture records, Jesus said, I will build my church. Upon this rock, I will build my church. Your name is Peter. I will build my church. I will build my church. And that is the phrase that we are zeroing in. I will build my church. So Jesus Christ wills to build. So he is the builder and he is the owner of the church. Then we try to find out what is the church. And I explain through the scriptures that the church is not a building. The building is called chapel where we meet and pray and worship God and exalt one another, read the Bible and teach share fellowship with each other that inside that building we are in a chapel when we talk about church it means the root word means people who have been called out it's like we are among so many people and we are selected and called come out come out come out so all the people who have come out put together are called the church jesus said what two or three gather in my name i am in their midst where two or three gather in the name of Jesus is called the church. So Jesus said, I am building my church. So nobody can define the number of people who should, who should be called church. And that's why it is dangerous when government institutions take upon themselves the responsibility of trying to regulate the church. You cannot regulate the church. You don't have that mandate. I agree. Sometimes and many times we do weird things in the name of Christ. But which institution on earth doesn't falter 
and doesn't do weird things. And this is a spiritual institution we're talking about. As much as we are, we are grieved and we are disappointed in what is happening, we also take consolation in the fact that Jesus spoke about these things, that they will happen. If they don't happen, then the Jesus is a liar. He is not. He is not. He is truth in expression. And he is truth in impression. Jesus Christ cannot lie. So he foresaw what was going to happen. He said it was going to happen. He gave an antidote. He gave us his word. And so the Bible says study to show yourself approved unto God. He said watch and pray. Are we watching and praying? If we are not, then that's our problem. But we cannot have people whose allegiance to him is maybe even questionable, standing out to regulate how we pray, how we worship, when we can. No, no, please, don't go there. So back to our topic, the church that Jesus Christ is building. Jesus Christ is building people. And we who have believed in him are those people. Jesus Christ has a formula for building his church. But it begins with materials. Everybody who wants to build is conscious of the fact that he needs materials. You don't only need the land, but you need materials to build. And the materials that we have already looked at ourselves as stones, according to 1 Peter 2.5. Living stones while we are alive. Secondly, our bodies because he indwells our bodies by his spirit. And through that, we are able to fellowship with one another, build one another up, edify one another, be a blessing to one another. And by so doing, the church is being built. Then, our born again spirits, our dead spirits cannot walk in the will of God or express the will of God or be used by God for his purpose and for his will. God ignites our dead spirits. And when we become alive in our spirit man, our spirit bears witness with the Holy Ghost, comes into agreement with the Holy Spirit, works in tangent and in union with the Holy Spirit for the purposes of God to be accomplished through us on this earth. The fourth thing God is using is our time. Jesus said, I must work the work of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. Billy Graham is gone. Great man of God. Used mightily of God. And for some of us, how would I wish that we still have people like him around? Because they are such a wonderful, wonderful inspiration. Yet, he's gone. What is that saying to us? I will go. You will go. Amen? The timing is not the issue. The real issue at stake is, Am I available for the master's use while it is day? That is the issue. Jesus Christ is building his church. And one of the key things that he's looking for is your time. Is your time. The fifth that I'm going to discuss today with you has to do with our talents and giftings. God has given us gifts. And everybody who belongs to the body of Christ has a gift. There is no Christian who is an empty shell. Every one of us has a gift. Listen, if you belong to a church where you are being told that you have no gift, 
you are just like a piece of wood or or block that has to sit there to be serviced day and hour. You are in the wrong place. Because God will hold you accountable for the life he has given you. The gift he has given you. Remember Jesus spoke about people who were given talents. And one of them went and hid his talent. What happened? He was condemned. That parable relates to our assignment. And so find what your giftings and talents are and use it to the glory of God. Why it is day. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now about spiritual gifts. Brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. How else can I stress this? Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, the believers. And he tells them that about spiritual gifts, he does not want them to be ignorant. Church, let me tell you something. Anybody who keeps you in ignorance gains power over you. The more ignorant you are, the more weak you are. That's why the wise have said that knowledge is power. And the Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of it. Lack of knowledge. So Paul writing to the church in Corinth, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, from the very first verse says, now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. Don't be ignorant. Don't just sit there and and everything that comes from me, everything that comes from anybody, no matter what he calls himself, I mean, respect authority. That, that's not the, the point I'm making. But you don't just sit down, dumb, and swallow everything. You must refuse to be ignorant about the things of God. You must refuse to just sit and eat. You must digest what you eat. And if something does not agree with the book, the Holy Bible, vomit it out quickly for the sake of your soul. So Paul says, now I don't want you to be ignorant. Now let's continue. He says, you know that when you were pagans, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So don't waste your time about people who say that Jesus is not Lord. and it's, They can't say it. You have to have the Spirit of God to be able to say it. Don't get offended with such people. Church, let's continue. Verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts but the same spirit. So you may be in a church with somebody who had the gift of discernment, somebody who had the gift of interpretation of tongues, somebody who had the gift of prophecy, or I'm not talking about offices, but gifts. That's fine. That's fine. But that doesn't mean you don't have nothing to offer. You also have a gift. But I want to read a little further. Let the Bible explain itself. Because the greatest interpreter of the Bible is the Bible itself. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is giving for the common good. I love this. For each one, from Pope down, for each one. The manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. For the common good. Why are you a prophet? Why are you a pastor? Why are you a teacher? 
Why am I preaching on radio? On the internet? Because it must benefit somebody for the common good. It's not to make me popular. For the common good. The gift is giving for the common good. Everybody's gift. It says now to each. The manifestation of the spirit is giving for the common good. As I minister to you right now. I'm manifesting the gift of the spirit. This is not something that by myself I can conjure or create. It is a gift that God has given to me. Now that gift is being used for the common good. So that all of us can benefit. All of us can grow together. It's not to prove a point that I'm more charismatic or intelligent. or That's not the point. We are aligning our lives to scripture. Now it says in verse 8. To one there is given through the spirit the message of wisdom. So you may not have the gift of um, maybe raising the dead. But God gives you some unique gift of wisdom. That when you speak or you give counsel. Like the council of Ahitophel, before it was corrupted, just on the dot. It's a gift. And don't look down on it. These are some of the things that Jesus is using to build his church. Hallelujah. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. Some people really can know they have the gift of knowledge by the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit now this is not a saving faith this is the faith that when maybe all of us may feel like oh it's over we can't do anything about it let's forget it this person stands up and says like joshua would say that yes we can the giants are there but we can take the land this is the gift of faith the bible is talking about so to another faith by the same thing but it's all coming from the same spirit to another gifts of healing. Now, I like the word the plural. Gifts of healing by that one spirit. So somebody's gift of healing may, may not be the same as another person's gifts of healing. And so in that particular realm, we are a bit careful about. But at the end of the day, I want to say that any gift that is giving is not to be sold. Bible says it's giving for the common good. So I cannot say if if you want me to pray for you, then um you need to pay me hundred Ghana CDs. If you want the prayer to be fantabulous, you need to pay me five hundred Ghana CDs. Graded prayer and graded prophecy is not biblical. It's not biblical. If that gift is of God, it has been corrupted. Otherwise, let's get back to basics. And let truth speak. So, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit. To another miraculous powers. And all of us love the miraculous powers. And so, the tendency is that those who have gifts of healing and miraculous power, working miracles, become secretaries of God. In fact, in some instances, we even make them God. We put them before God and we worship them. Because of the gift of the working of miracles. But this is only one aspect of the gift that comes from the Holy Spirit. We shouldn't worship them. We should respect them as much as we respect those who clean the church, the chapel. Everybody deserves respect. Bible says we should hold our leaders in high regard. So we will do that. But holding somebody in high regard does not extend 
to worship. That belongs to God and God alone. And we need to note that. You are listening to the Bible platform with Revenants and Metal. Stay tuned. Tune in to the Bible platform with Reverend Hansen Metal this and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. Let me continue the reading. Verse 10, 1 Corinthians 12. We are looking at the materials that Jesus used to build his church. The church that Jesus Christ is building. You want to identify a church where you will be safe. Where you are sure that where you are, Jesus Christ is Lord and center. Not because the leader says it. But because in, in truth, in context, and in fact, everything that is being done there is in conformity with the scriptures. The word and the will of God are in charge to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits. These are all gifts that are given to different people. He said to another, that's another person speaking in different kinds of tongues and to still another, the interpretation of tongues. Now listen to the verse 11. Listen to the verse 11. All these that is everything that I have mentioned earlier, that I've read from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It says, all these are the work of one and the same spirit. And he gives them to each one just as he determines. I have a problem with people who say, for instance, they can give you the gift of prophecy. I can give you the... You, you can't give nothing. You can't. If you didn't hear me, maybe you are... A leaders in, in the house of God and you've been talking about giving gifts to people you can only pray and and ask God to give but you cannot definitively or definitely insist that you're calling 10 people and you are giving, going to give all of them the gift of prophecy I have a problem let me read here it says all these that the gifts are the work of one and the same spirit and he talking about the Holy Spirit he gives them to each one just as he determines. So it is the, it, it, the Holy Spirit who gives the gifts. Not you and I. And even in giving, listen to what he says. And he gives them to each one just as he determines. So the Holy Spirit doesn't come to me and say that, you know what? Um, what you have determined, that's what you are going to become. So everybody in the land suddenly becomes a prophet. Everywhere you go, everybody is a prophet. Because that is what we determine to be. Oh my goodness sake. Somebody give me a break. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It is out <laughs> of order. Let me help you again. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 11 says, It is not in the power of a man to give gifts. I'm just trying to um, explain what he says. Let me read it. All these gifts in context are the work of one and the same spirit. And he, 
speaking about the spirit he gives them to each one that is each person just as he the holy spirit determines so he doesn't consult anybody so you can't gather people and say you you i give you this spirit you i give you this spirit then 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 uh, something something doesn't hard up you cannot operate outside the word of god then it must be another spirit but this holy spirit is saying that if people are going to operate in in gifts he determines who gets what not the people whether leadership or laity not the people he determines who gets what gifts we don't determine praise god verse 12 the body our human body is talking about now is one unit though it is made up of many parts and though all its parts are many they form one body have my fingers my fingernails my toes my ears my eyes my nose my hair my all these are part of my body but they form one unit that's what the bible is saying here it continues to say so it is with christ for we were all baptized by one spirit into one body hallelujah whether jews or greeks slave or free and we were all given one spirit to drink verse 14 the body is not made up of one part but of many if the foot should say because i am not a hand i do not belong to the body it will not for that reason cease to be part of the body let me explain so we are the body of christ all believers we come together then one person says well because i am not the pastor i am not part of the body i'm not going to do what i'm supposed to do i'm not going to use my gift be it counseling be it singing be it and so i remove myself the bible is telling us here clearly that the fact that you remove yourself doesn't nullify your identity to the body the leg can cut itself from the body the worst that can happen is that it dies and probably cause hemorrhage from the rest of the body and cause the rest of the body to die why because that's where it belongs and so detaching itself only creates confusion and disaster that's why we have to be careful what we do to each other as saints in the kingdom of god because the fact that for instance you quit a church or let me say you belong to a denomination rightly put and you leave that denomination or you leave a local church you are upset with the pastor you are upset with the brother sister so i leave the church i'm going take your you haven't gone anywhere you haven't gone i'm not saying you don't leave a church if you want to god 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 will still bless you god will not be unless maybe you 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 try to touch what you shouldn't touch you know uh, that one well you know there's consequences but if you leave if you leave a denomination to join another denomination that is word based we are going to heaven you jump from one bus to the other bus that is going to the same destination praise god praise god good deal but the point i'm trying to make is this the fact that 
you quit a denomination to join another denomination doesn't mean you are no more part of the body you are still part of the body that is the church that Jesus Christ is building you cannot remove yourself from the body it is Jesus Christ who is building and the pattern is using is what I'm sharing with you you are part of the body you have a part to play and the gift is that you have been giving you will be accountable to the builder the owner of the building at the end of your life when we shall stand before the great white throne you will be called to account for the gifts that you were giving and how it benefited the church the body of Christ so don't joke with this it is a privilege a wonderful privilege to belong to the body of Christ this is how Christ or the materials some of the materials really that Jesus Christ is using to build his church our talents our giftings very important don't let that slip out of your hand another thing I want to talk to you about before I run up today is our resources Philippians 4 15 to 20 Paul wrote about the Philippian church and I love what he said about the Philippian church amazing that they shared their resources with Paul they were such a wonderful brethren and the resources that they shared went a long way to make sure that Paul had his knees met and pushed the kingdom to where it had to be so Philippians 4 15 20 and we run up for today it reads moreover as you Philippians know in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel when I set out from Macedonia not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only for even when I was in Thessalonica you sent me aid again and again when I was in need not that I'm looking for a gift and I love this one but I'm looking for what may be credited to your account I have received full payment and even more I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent they are a fragrant offering an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God hallelujah to the Lamb of God so your resources are part of your service to God your resources are part of the materials that Jesus Christ is using to build his church. So when the saints gather and you have to give an offering, give a good offering. Pay your tithe. Help to promote the kingdom of God because God is counting on you. Jesus gives you the resources. Like the word we read about Abraham. He said, I'll bless you and make you a blessing. Today I pray that your mindset will be settled on what you can do to promote the kingdom because you know for a fact that Jesus is building his church and he's relying on you. I'm your friend, Pastor Ansimbeto, saying bye for now. Come your way again, God willing, next week we're still talking about the church that Jesus Christ is building. God bless you and bye for now. Bye. been listening to the bible platform with reverend hansen metal for prayers counseling and answers to your questions contact reverend metal on 0244 23 
0242-2024. Thank you for listening. Tune in next Tuesday, same time. God bless you. You're the